You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. And uh, let's uh, continue here to uh, look at the NFC's slate of schedules here. So the scheduling of the schedules has been here and gone. We looked at all 16 AFC teams there, looking at the teams that had the breaks there in terms of the ones that are most fantasy football relevant with their offensive players versus the defenses they'll face when and where in the season. Uh, From the early part of the season, we want a fast start and we want a nice furious finish there versus the other alternatives, which is a rough start where our players uh, get off to a slow start and they don't really help us in the fantasy football playoffs when we get there. So we're examining that. We went through all 16 AFC teams. If you missed that show, As our initial reaction on Thursday, check that out. Here we close the week looking at the NFC team. So we'll go alphabetical order from Arizona out there in the west, actually all the way back out east to the Washington football team. So we'll look at each schedule, do a little brief analysis here. Again, things are going to change a lot with the makeups of these teams as we go forward, but we wanted to uh, get the finger on the pulse of this schedule immediately here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. And don't forget, next week we will start diving into the positional rankings there. So we will uh, start with the quarterbacks, go through quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. And then we'll start looking at the overall rankings, the top 200, half-point PPR, how things are looking there. We'll get a rankings update all around uh, now that we have free agency in the draft in the rear view as well as the schedule. So a lot of uh, our variables are coming into place. On this network, I have to remind you that NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Lockdowns Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's dive right in with the Arizona Cardinals. They're kind of a middle-of-the-road team for me. Not a bad start. They start at Tennessee. This defense is more middle-of-the-road. They have some big changes there. Then they play the Vikings, another transitional defense, and the Jaguars. It gets harder in Week 4, Week 5, Week 6 with at Rams versus the 49ers at Browns. Then a little bit of reprieve there in Weeks 7 and 8, Texans at home, Packers at home. So... Not bad. If we fast forward to the back end, it's a pretty uh, decent middle part. They have a late bye in week 12, so something to note there. Chicago and the Rams back-to-back. Week 15 and week 17 aren't so bad here for them. Uh, You get uh, Detroit and Dallas. Those are two road games, however, but chances there for Kyler Murray. And the other two games there, Rams week 14 at home. Indianapolis week 16 at home so not too bad for the Cardinals I don't think I'm going to go either way on Kyler Murray or Chase Edmonds or 
DeAndre Hopkins, I, I still think they keep status quo. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy for Murray because there were a lot of great matchups where he could run wild. But he's got the running baseline. A lot of teams are going to allow that. Enough shaky defenses and a few tougher defenses here. But we knew that, uh, that the Rams and 49ers were going to be their toughest test there. But not too bad outside the division, outside of a trip to Chicago. But they'll have a bye before that as well to pack it. So not bad for the Cardinals. Uh, certainly, again, more middle-of-the-road status quo with uh, what we're thinking going in with their skilled players. The next team we'll look at, makes sense, is the Atlanta Falcons. We go from Arizona, ARI, to ATL. ATL starts with the Eagles at home, not bad, but then they really uh, ramp it up there to the Buccaneers, so that offsets. Then you have at Giants, home against Washington. So it's like... Good, bad, good, bad, then good again with the Jets, then it's a bye, then bad again with the Dolphins there on the road. Then you have uh, Carolina, they're at home, pretty good. New Orleans and Dallas, New Orleans is going to be a different style of defense, so I think they're vulnerable, that's not too bad. Dallas, and then you ramp up to New England, but get back up to Jacksonville there. So we look uh, a little bit later in the schedule, week 14 at Carolina. Week 15, a little tricky if San Francisco's at full strength on the road there as part of the last place schedule, then Detroit. So Detroit is not bad, but then you finish at Buffalo. So not the best playoff schedule when you look at the 49ers and Bills there. New Orleans, uh, the home game will be the last game of the season, so it may not factor into season long here for the Falcons. But I think the Falcons, uh, not bad. I think it's just a bit of a roller coaster for them. Again, it might be a little bit inconsistent with Matt Ryan. You might want to consider him more as a back-end QB1 right now and a streamer. I don't think I would totally lock into Matt Ryan. I think there are a lot of better options here to finish in the top 12 season long. But certainly there's some spots to pick here if you look at it starting with Week 1 against Philadelphia, his hometown team at home. Then you have the Jets, Week 5, uh, the Panthers games, the Jacksonville game, the Detroit game. So some decent spots for Matt Ryan, but also some harder defenses there so again not too much earth shattering that's going to make a shy away from our principal falcons that would be calvin ridley julio jones and now kyle pitts in the mix maybe you might uh, have a little trepidation about trusting mike davis with the schedule as much as uh, finding a better rd2 value all right sticking in that division we go from atlanta up the road to charlotte and the carolina panthers and let's look at their schedule good start this is the Sam Darnold revenge game immediately against the Jets at home. Then they host the Saints. The Saints a little bit shell themselves. Then at Houston, at Dallas, Philadelphia at home, Minnesota. So pretty darn good schedule for the Panthers in terms of defenses that have some question marks. The Giants, I think, are going to be much improved there. That's a road game, but that Sam Darnold's uh, old home there, the Meadowlands. So not too bad in the first half of the season. Then you wrap it up with Atlanta in Week Eight. Then it changes up a little bit. You have uh, a trip there to Arizona. First, you host New England. That's the Cam Newton potential revenge game. So New England, a little tougher defense there. Arizona can be a desert trap. Then you have Washington at home with Ron Rivera and Chase Young and that defense at the Dolphins with Brian Flores. Then you have a bye. Then take a look at this Week 15 schedule starting there. Uh, you get the Falcons in week 14, so that's not too bad. But it definitely ramps up in the second half quite a bit here. As the Bills on the road is week 15, the Bills should be much improved defensively. Then the Bucks there at home in week 16, and the Saints 
Always a tricky place to uh, trust the Panthers there before they close at Tampa. So at least they avoid that at Tampa game. And uh, that plays out in week 18 off uh, most uh, season-long week schedule. So not too bad for the Panthers. Really front-loaded, so you might have some good value there for Christian McCaffrey and get really rolling. You might be a very tradable asset in the second half for big things. But McCaffrey should be fine. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, uh, those guys uh, should be okay. Here, Darnold is a bit of wild card for all this to come together, but there are certainly some opportunities with the defenses available, especially in the first half of the season here for the Panthers. The next team we'll look at as we go north to the NFC North, that would be the Chicago Bears. And the Bears start off at the Rams, not an easy schedule. Bengals at home, Lions at home in week four, Raiders on the road week five, but they also run into a much improved Browns defense on the road in week three. So it's a little bit uh, every other week here, pretty much, uh, for the Bears. Uh, I like week two, week four, week five, get Green Bay in week six. But then uh, it ramps up here, Rams in week one, Browns on the road in week three, Bucks on the road in week seven. Then you get the 49ers in Pittsburgh back-to-back after the Bucks. Jeez, that's really hard, week eight and week nine here. So by week, Baltimore is tricky. You get Detroit to reprieve uh, Arizona at home. At least that's helpful at Green Bay. is always tough. Minnesota, a little bit of a break at home. At Seattle, tough place to play late in week 16. Week 17, not too bad here with the Giants at home for the Bears. And at Minnesota game, that would have been a nice one to have, but that's in week 18. So Bears, kind of in every week proposition, that's how you're going to look at most of their players that aren't Allen Robinson and David Montgomery anyway. We need to see who's starting Justin Fields or Andy Dalton. We'll see the extra receivers. You trust Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, those type of players. So, yeah, a bit up and down there, but uh, it's more of a principles trusting there for the Bears uh, than anything else with that uh, particular brand of schedule. One more team we'll talk about in this segment, and it's a notable one. It is the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys start with a brutal schedule. They could be 0-2. That's a big deal here at Tampa Bay, at Chargers. Bucks defense, very solid. We know that from the Super Bowl. The Chargers should be very much improved here with Brandon Staley. So tough year for Rain Dakota Prescott. As Dak comes back from his ankle injury, remember he was rolling when he got hurt in week five last year with the ankle injury. So not the same type of start we can expect, but don't get too caught up in the first two weeks. In fact, uh, if an owner has Cowboys that are disappointment, start to target. Because after those two games, week three, home against Philadelphia, home against the Panthers, home against the Giants, at New England, a little tricky. You get a bye at Minnesota's manageable. Then you get to Denver and Atlanta at home. At Kansas City, could be a nice shootout there in Week 11. Raiders at home, we know it's going to be pretty good. Saints, uh, that could get a little trickier, but uh, I think their defense is going to take a step back. At Washington is a tough defensive matchup here. And then uh, they go to the Giants, not to anything daunting there. At home against Washington, so not too bad. At home against Arizona, another potential high-scoring game. So... The only downside is Philadelphia is in Week 18, the road game there, but we know that doesn't always work out in their favor. So once you get past those first two stumbling blocks for the Cowboys, I think it looks uh, really good here for their uh, fantasy football production overall in uh, 2021. So there you have a look at five of the teams from the AFC. We'll eventually get to Washington, the last team, so we still have 11 more teams to talk about. And this is fun to talk about prop bets and uh, what's going to happen happen in the future with these NFL teams. You could look at the win totals there. 
That's just one of the features that you have on Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on older sports action. Football is taking a break for now in terms of games, but baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NHL, NBA, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, make sure you head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. This is not a time to be sitting on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs of playoffs. You're looking at uh, the Stanley Cup quest beginning in hockey. You've got the NBA Finals. We have the play-in stuff leading up to the playoffs there. So a lot of good stuff there to check out on the hardwood and on the ice. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is enter the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to uh, continue looking at the NFC schedule. So, turning our attention to uh, next a couple teams from the NFC North, the Lions and Packers. All right, let us uh, continue with the show here as we wrap up another fine week of Lockdown Fantasy Football. We transitioned from the draft to the schedule release, and don't forget. The schedule here on Lockdown Fantasy Football, we're going to look at the rankings. So starting in uh, Monday's show, we'll look at the quarterbacks, uh, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and an overall look breaking down the top 200 there in segments for you uh, as the next series we'll do on the rankings. So in-depth kind of rankings uh, report, so to speak, here as we uh, get into the quieter part of the NFL offseason. All right, let us continue and look at the schedule of the Detroit Lions. The Lions are in big transition with Jared Goff here at quarterback. San Francisco, the first game, tricky at home right away. At Green Bay is not bad. That's kind of middle of the road. Baltimore at home, not so great. At Chicago, not so great. At Minnesota, okay. Cincinnati at home, but then you have to go to the Rams. So revenge game there in week seven for Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. So interesting matchup there for sure. But then you close with the Eagles in week eight before week nine. Bye. At Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, we're going to avoid that. Then rematch with Chicago. Yeah, that's a brutal stretch. Uh, week 10, 11, and 12. Minnesota, eh, it's middle of the road again to me. At Denver, can be tricky with Vic Fangio's D. Arizona at home. At Atlanta, at Seattle. So not too bad there in uh, week 15, 16, 17. When around the playoff time and week 18, they avoid there that uh, Green Bay matchup there to close the season. So... Not bad for Detroit there. I don't think it makes us get too excited about any of their players. We're still going to invest a lot in TJ Hawkins and DeAndre Swift, and that's about it for the Lions. All right, let's go to the Packers here. Very interesting because their schedule right now, we're looking at it with Aaron Rodgers. So that's how we have to operate, assuming he's still going to be in the lineup. At the Saints, could be a high-scoring game there, and that's always a good place for Aaron Rodgers. Detroit at home, that's a smash spot. At San Francisco, they destroyed it last year against a shell of a defense, but it has been typically a tough place. Pittsburgh at home, another tough defense, so back-to-back there. Then you go to Cincinnati, pretty manageable in Week 5. At Chicago, a little tricky, but they own that team typically with Rodgers in Week 6. Washington's defense is on the menu for Week 7, but at least they come to Lambeau Field. At Arizona, at Kansas City, could be shootouts there with Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes. And then you get uh, Russell Wilson at home in Week 10. So some high-scoring affairs and then close with the Vikings. It might cool off a little bit as they invite the Rams at home in Week 12 before Week 13 bye. Chicago at home, not too bad. At Baltimore, maybe a little bit tricky. Cleveland as well. But 
not uh, something that's too daunting for Aaron Rodgers if he's still there. So Ravens in week 15 rode Brown 16 at home, and the playoffs in fantasy football conclude there with the Minnesota Vikings at home. So not too bad there, especially with the home stretch after that bye. I mean, three out of their five final games at home. Unfortunately, we do not get that second Detroit game, which falls into week 18, so we'll have to save that for a little bit of a DFS fun. Hopefully with Rodgers in the lineup with uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, all the fun offensive skill players the Packers feature still in 2021. So we looked at Detroit and Green Bay here. Let's uh, drop down. We have to get through Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Las Vegas. And we go to the Los Angeles Rams as our next NFC team. And this team I highlighted as one of the losers with the schedule. This is a pretty tough stretch immediately. The Bears' defense is tricky at home. Matthew Stafford knows that defense pretty well, but it's always uh, given him some problems when it's at its best and they're figured to be a little stronger. At the Colts, that's a tough defense right away. Road game, long trip. Tampa Bay at home is a tough defense. Arizona a little bit more manageable than you get at Seahawks, which is kind of more middle. The Giants, a little bit improved defense. Detroit in that uh, you know, Stafford Goff revenge game in Week 7. And then uh, Houston. So Week 7, Week 8 is the best stretch here for the Rams. Tennessee is not bad in Week 9, but you go on the road, uh, hopefully to a full-strength 49ers defense in Week 10. By week at the Packers, could be high-scoring. Jacksonville is a nice uh, matchup in Week 13. 14 at Arizona. We know that can end up pretty well. Seattle, Minnesota, Baltimore are your playoff schedule here for the LA Rams. So not too bad uh, there at all for what you're looking at. And uh, they're playing San Francisco second time in Week 18. So for fantasy, I think it's a little bit better. I think for reality, it's not that great. But fantasy, I think it's a little... Uh, more favorable there where it's acceptable, but tough team to go all in on with all their changes except for looking at Cam Akers and Robert Woods. A lot of other things may be changing. I'm not sure I'm going to trust Stafford more than I did Goff here in this offense. So, again, Akers and Woods is where I start with the Rams, and I don't feel like too much is daunting here from their uh, scoring perspective in 2021. All right, so uh, now we have to look at a... Fourth team here in this segment from the NFC. We go from the L's to the M's. The Minnesota Vikings. And uh, where they stand is not bad either. Since At Cincinnati at Arizona. So pretty good spots here early for Dalvin Cook. Then home against Seattle. Home against the Browns. Home against the Lions. So not bad that three game stretch. At Carolina ends things at week six before a bye. Da- at, then you get Dallas at home. Could be high scoring. At Baltimore same thing. Chargers a little difficult. Green Bay not too bad at 49ers, but that's balanced out by at Lions. Then you get the Steelers and Bears and Rams in a consecutive weeks there. So weeks 13 through 15 is pretty hard if you can navigate through the playoffs. So Dalvin might be a hard guy to trust there in those final three games. He does close if you can get to the championship with Dalvin with the Packers, but he's a guy that maybe... You look at, uh, it's tough with the trade deadlines in certain leagues, but just be prepared that you want to have a second half closer to help you because Dalvin might be slowed down a little bit there with his production in late in the season. And I think that also goes with the receivers when you look at some of the corners and uh, pass rushes there that could uh, get after it. So something to keep in mind, planting a seed, not saying you go off all the Vikings. They have pretty good principles there between Adam Thielen, Jefferson, and Cook. But I'm not saying you extend and go crazy on the Vikings here 
I don't think he would anyway with their limited fantasy football trusted producers in 2021. All right, our next team that we'll look at is the New Orleans Saints. So we will uh, finish with a close of a flurry of uh, teams from the East there in the end. But let's look at the Saints in the Central, open at or at home against Green Bay. At the Panthers, not too bad. At New England, maybe a little tricky with their new quarterback situation. New York Giants, okay. At Washington, tricky. So not bad. Only two really scary games early. Then you have a bye early, which is not always great. At Seattle, could uh, have a nice potential there. Tampa Bay at home is tricky. Atlanta, at Tennessee, at Philadelphia. So not too bad in that stretch. Then you get Buffalo and Dallas at home. So Buffalo easier, Dallas tougher. Then you bounce it out with the Jets, but then you're... Back to toughing in with Tampa Bay and, and uh, Miami. Bucks at, on the road, Dolphins at home. Close with uh, Carolina and Atlanta here. So, interesting final schedule for the Saints, but different type of team. I think you're pretty much going to stick with the guns you trust here. Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Maybe Adam Troutman is a sleeper from tight end. But it's really hard to get all in on uh, James Winston or Taysom Hill taking over this team when you have a lot of good uh, QB1 and QB2 options. All right, so there's a look at a few more teams from the NFC. We still have to close with six, so some uh, fine teams there left to talk about here to uh, close the show. We'll get into those, uh, but I do have to tell you about Built Bar. Simply put, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a dessert, and I can't get enough of all their great flavors. Just think of their core flavors here. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. My favorite, I mention this on the podcast a lot, but I love the brownie ones because I just like brownies. And you get these in healthy form covered in 100% chocolate, uh, soft and easy to chew. I would want to try all the flavors, though, if you haven't. Uh, you can get a mix box and you'll get two of each of their core nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy for you. Most of the flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, only 4 grams net carbs. Some bump up the protein to 18 grams with only 180 calories, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs. So all these flavors, the original flavors, are all tasting healthy. And then they have those special ones that you can check out as well from time to time. So once you get on Built Bars, you want to try all the flavors. So order now and get whatever you like. All you have to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We will close the show looking at the rest of the NFC team schedules, initial reactions from the Giants all the way to the final team in the NFC East, the Washington football team. All right, it is uh, time to close the show and the week. It's been a great week here, good, looking at some good stuff all around here. Uh, as we transition again from draft to the schedule release, and now we'll get into our offseason rankings at check there. So look forward to breaking down those for you next week. So check out all those shows. Uh, advanced scouting, uh, advanced research, that's what we give you all offseason long on Locked On Fantasy Football. Speaking of which, let's continue here with the Giants. Let's research and dive deep in their schedule. They start with the Broncos at home, not too bad. Out Washington, eh, that's not that great against that defense. Atlanta, so then it's okay. As the Saints, maybe against a weaker seat defense. At Dallas, then the Rams, there, that defense, you don't want to see that in the schedule. 
Carolina, but then it gets harder with KC. Then it gets easier again with the Raiders. So you get the Panthers and Raiders and Falcons all at home in the first half for the Giants as well as the Broncos. So those games are not too bad. You have the bye week, however, and things get a little trickier. You get the the Buccaneers. You know, that's a tough defense to face for Daniel Jones on the road. Philadelphia bounces out, but then you have road games at the Dolphins defense and the Chargers defense back-to-back. You get a reprieve there with Dallas, potentially with Philadelphia on the road there in weeks 15-16, but then you go back in the championship round to at Chicago there with Khalil Mack. So, I mean, despite avoiding that second Washington matchup there in week 18, still enough traps here. So, again, I think it's an okay season for Daniel Jones, potential breakout, but you look at Kenny Galladay and Saquon Barkley and some of their other weapons there that you're looking at, uh, not too bad. I think, again, this is another case where, like the Rams, the reality schedule is not so good. The fantasy schedule is not too bad where we can navigate it and not really downgrade their key offensive skill players with all their upgrades too much. Staying in the NFC West, let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles, shall we? The Eagles start with Atlanta. That's pretty good. And then uh, they host the 49ers. Not so good. At the Cowboys. So maybe put potential shootout with the Chiefs at home in week four. At Carolina, not too bad. Then host the Buccaneers. Not so good. Then you bounce back with the Raiders and Lions on the road. Good contained situations there for Jalen Hurts. Chargers at home, tricky. Broncos at home, maybe tricky. The Saints at home, a little helpful. We know Jalen Hurts had success against them. At Giants, at Jets, before your bye, they're late in the season here in a week 14 for the Eagles. So not too bad. Out of it is tricky because they get Washington in a stretch here in week 15 and 17. So tough defense. There they get twice in the playoffs here for fantasy football. They don't get that second Dallas game at home, unfortunately, until week 18. So the Eagles are okay. Don't see a lot of wins here, but it seems like that's the case with most of these teams. It's a yo-yo there. I think the Giants uh, kind of... uh, are peppered with all these tough matchups. I think the Eagles are maybe peppered with a few easier matchups being the last place team. And Dallas, it gets their tough matchups out of the way in this division. So interesting, again, how we're noticing that you can be in the same division but have different challenges with the flow of your schedule because not everyone's going to get the same breaks when you have to schedule a lot of the same teams. Let's go to the 49ers. This is a team that I've stood out as a winner. And look at these games early. At Detroit, at Philadelphia... Lions' defense is a mess. Philadelphia's is in transition, so good opportunities there for Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Regardless, their running game and their offensive skill players will be in good shape. Home against the Packers. We know they handle them pretty well when they're healthy. Seahawks at home, that's also a decent spot. And then you go to Arizona. So potential uh, few shootouts there after you uh, have a couple 49ers wins probably to open the season. At home against Indianapolis, a tougher defense. The Bears are pretty tricky then after that. There in week eight. Then you're at home against Arizona. The Rams are not a good team you want to see. But the good news there with the Rams uh, for the 49ers in week 10, that's their only matchup, and that's at home. Their other one is in week 18. So they get that game off the books, at least for season-long fantasy football. At Jacksonville is pretty nice in week 11. Week 12, Minnesota manageable. Week 13, Seattle. Week 14, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston. So... Man, the 49ers look like they can absolutely light it up. So, this is a recommendation. I want a lot of shares of Brandon Ayuk and uh, George Kittle. I mean, the hardest thing with the 49ers is trusting the health here of uh, those two guys, Ayuk, Kittle, and also uh, Debo Samuel. But I'm interested in them. I'm interested in having a piece of this running game, whether it's Trey Sermon or Raheem Mostert. 
And uh, Trey Lance, if I can get Trey Lance and I feel like he has a chance to start, he could be the steal of the season. I'm not even being uh, kind of uh, inflated with that remark here. I really think if he gets in and plays with his running ability with some of these games on the schedule, he can go absolutely off in season long and break out and be a big force here. So let's watch for that. But certainly a lot of good spots for the 49ers. Reality and fantasy-wise, pretty darn good there for the NFC champions from a couple years ago. Injury riddle season will get you this, and that's what they have here. And uh, again, we'll watch that Lance situation carefully. I don't downgrade any of the offensive skill players if it's Lance or Garoppolo there because they distribute and get the ball in their hands under your coach, Kyle Shanahan. Next team is the Seattle Seahawks. They started at the Colts, not so easy. Then you're at home against Tennessee. You can manage that. On the road against the Vikings, at the 49ers and Rams, back-to-back, then followed by the Steelers there. So weeks four through six, kind of tricky. Rebounds with New Orleans at home, Jacksonville at home before you get into a bye week in week nine. At Packers could be a shootout versus Kyler Murray. We know that was a shootout. Out Washington cools off, but 49ers at home is decent. At Houston is very good. At Rams, that's tough here to start the playoffs here in week 15, but... Then you get Chicago at home. That can be a little tricky, but you close on a really high note there with uh, Detroit in the Fantasy Football Championship. So Russell Wilson, we know his MO has been uh, put up the numbers early and kind of disappear. This one could be a little bit different here this season where I think he'll have more big games peppered in. It's a new style of offense overall. So maybe he won't have that roller coaster for Russell and just be more normal where he has a steady value throughout the season here. And, Again, we want to look at the matchups there that contain uh, these two uh, talented wide receivers, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. There's some of the usual traps, but overall you trust Lockett, Metcalf, Wilson to do their thing, and uh, maybe it was some things opening up if Chris Carson can stay healthy this season. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, TB stands for Tom Brady. And look at this start for the Buccaneers. The Super Bowl champions loaded, locked and loaded offensively here with all their weapons. Home against Dallas, home against the Falcons. I mean, that is pretty darn good to open the season. At the Rams and at Patriots, kind of offset those games. Miami at home is a little tricky, but then you get Philadelphia on the road, which is not too bad. The Bears at home, so that helps. And not going to Chicago, that was a disaster last year. At the Saints, uh, and this team's going to have a lot of things figured out offensively, so it doesn't matter about the early part of the season. They're going to fly out of the gate after their momentum was built late last season. So keep that in mind. Then you have a bye week there, week nine, pretty well-timed for the champs. So even that is lined up. At Washington, a little tricky, but still manageable. The Giants at the Colts, uh, so not too bad. Then you have Atlanta, and then you have the Bills, potential shootout at home. Saints, potential shootout at home. Then you close this very nicely at the Panthers, at the Jets. So, yeah, this is a good schedule, certainly for Tom Brady, for Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. We'll have to see how their backfield plays out, but I would say we'd probably lean towards Fournette. Remember, Antonio Brown, if you look at his numbers over the course of the season, would have been big. Robert Gronkowski came through down the stretch. So investing in the Bucks with this schedule, unbelievably favorable coming off a Super Bowl run, is uh, definitely a good idea here in 2021. Finally, let us look at the Washington football team. So a lot of things we're packing in here. They're at home against the Chargers. That's a tricky first game for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Brandon Staley in that defense. Giants easy at home in week two, relatively. At Bills is pretty tricky there in week three. Ryan Fitzpatrick, revenge game. Everyone has won for him, it seems like. At Falcons, that's not one of them, but that seems to be their easiest game there early. They get the Saints, that's at home. Chiefs at home, so 
Maybe some high-scoring garbage time at Packers. Same thing in that game. Then in a Week 8, you go to Denver. That can be hit or miss. A West Coast trip, a mountain time trip, I should say, that uh, Vic Fangio's D could be tricky. So I say that's okay. That's not anything to look at, worry about, but not anything to jump up for joy about either. So then you have the Buccaneers at home. That is tricky. At Panthers, you'll take that. Home against the Seahawks, not too bad. At the Raiders, home against the Cowboys. You like that there in uh, week 14. Week 15 is at the Eagles, so that's manageable. Week 16, the Cowboys are back in schedule. So interesting schedule here if you look at the toggle here. Week 14, home against Cowboys for Washington. At Eagles in, in week 15. At Cowboys in week 16 versus Eagles in week 17. So interesting end to the schedule there. So... But we know Dallas and Philadelphia have some defensive issues there, so not bad. So when you extend from that Raiders game on the road, and then you look at Seahawks, uh, Washington football team certainly could have some nice value on this, down the stretch with their principals here of Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel in this offense, as well as Logan Thomas. So team to watch there, not too bad for Washington. So if I was going to look at the AF- NFC's teams, I would say Dallas and Washington have it. A little bit easier overall. Philadelphia would be next, and the, the Giants uh, rounded out there from that division. All right, there you have a look now at all 32 teams over two shows here. We took all the AFC teams, so check that out if you missed that. Here was all the NFC teams and the breakdown there. We get to talk rankings next week, so that's exciting for you here on Locked on Fantasy Football. Also exciting, uh, you got to check out the Locked Today podcast. They Talk about the latest issues in sports. The biggest question mark was about the Dallas Cowboys. Well, they started 0-2. That was the question of the day yesterday. Check out all the good uh, latest sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Lockdown Today podcast. Host Peter Burkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast has been Lockdown Fantasy Football. This has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great weekend and see you Monday as we start breaking down the quarterback rankings here to end the May look at the NFL.